The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20, Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Kalihi for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A.W. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hunt Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we are celebrating Mother's Day and the 23rd anniversary of the President Rojas Branch Church, 
which is located in the province of Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. It is the second church raised up in Cotabato. Pastor Vespa Espera and Mrs. Maribel Espera have faithfully and perfectly stood for the name of Jesus, holding on the fort and overseeing the Gospel in the Rojas area since being raised up to be our President Rojas pastor and help me. We praise and thank the Lord for their diligent service and labor of love for the Lord and the saints in President Rojas. To begin our musical program and in honor of all our mothers, the church choir will sing a song titled, To Mother With Love. They are led by choir director Emilia Hahn and are accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. We can surely thank the Lord for our God-fearing and praying mothers who have taught us to love and cherish our Lord Jesus Christ and His Word. Please join in and sing along with our choir following the words on your screen. Thank you. 
Next, we have the church band directed by yours truly, who play a number entitled, Just a Closer Walk with Thee. In our daily walk with Christ Jesus, as we fervently call upon Him and keep Him close in our hearts and minds, He gives us the strength to continue on with Him.
Our vocal selection today is by trusty associate pastor Evans Pro Sr., who will sing a beautiful rendition of his song, His Eye is on the Sparrow. He's accompanied by yours truly on the piano, Mason Asano Sr. on the guitar, associate pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Iris Locke on the drums. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. For his eye is on the Sparrow, 
and I know he watches me. For their second number, the church choir will sing in the Bible Mother Read. How blessed we are to have mothers who follow God's words and teach us in the ways of the Lord. Up next is a string ensemble of the church band who play the song entitled, Pass Me Not.
And now we have a group vocal by the Daughters of Judah who will sing a number entitled Lovest Thou Me. They were accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. This song is dedicated to Mrs. Rosalind L. Hahn, who is my loving and heaven-sent helpmeet. Rosalind faithfully and diligently continues to serve the Lord in all capacities of the gospel work, including prayer band leader, trustee of the church, Sunday school superintendent for the Mother Church, member of the choir, and the many administrative duties in the church office. Her love for the Lord, family, and saints is evident in her tireless efforts and unceasing prayers. Rosalind, thank you for all that you do. May the Lord bless you most abundantly in this life and that to come. Have a beautiful and blessed day. Hi, 
And praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and Paso, Nevada, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know, know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, Gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. It has been a blessing to receive the calls, written correspondences, and verbal expressions of deep admiration and esteem for our talented choir, band, orchestra, and various vocal and instrumental groups who participate in the musical portion of our weekly telecast. However, please remember that Paramount and above all else, is the inspiring Word of God. For it not only quenches one's thirst, but is God's very staff of life and manna for the hungry soul. And today, some may unwarringly become attached to a preacher, a pastor, a priest, or a minister far more than Jesus Christ Himself. This, in our opinion, can lead to situations that may result in great personal disappointments 
such as we have recently witnessed in the media. Man is weak and often fails, but we can be sure that Jesus Christ never fails. Therefore, Jesus Christ is the star of our weekly telecast, dear television viewers, and we can always lean upon his loving arms, calling on the name of Jesus Christ and pleading for the cover of his precious blood. Hence, please join me in reading today's sermon, topic entitled, Blessed Mothers in Christ Jesus. Today, we are celebrating Mother's Day, so let us focus our attention upon all blessed mothers in Christ Jesus as one of God's greatest creations. Her husband loves and respects her for bringing his children into the world and caring for them. Her parents love her for the respect and honor that she has shown them. Her children not only love her for the unending affection that she has shown them, but also for her keen wisdom and understanding of the problems and for the countless sacrifices she makes on their behalf. In the book of Proverbs, the 31st chapter, 28-30, presents this verbal portrait of a blessed mother in the Lord. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Proverbs 31, 31 also renders this acclamation. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. On Mother's Day, a minister gave his spiritual mother this perfect tribute. My mother practices what I preach. Today, we recognize Mrs. Anna Jarvis of Philadelphia because it was she who was instrumental in making it possible for this second Sunday in May to be set aside as a day for praying tribute to mothers, both living and dead. President Woodrow Wilson, the 28th President of the United States, signed a joint proclamation letter to Congress on May the 9th, 1914, and Mother's Day received national recognition. Much kindnesses will be showered upon mothers throughout the country today. Gifts will be presented to her. Special attention will be paid to her. Programs and sermons will honor her, and gestures of love and affection will be rendered unto her. In other words, she will be honored and pampered with many wonderful comments, which she most certainly deserves. Therefore, the first Mother's Day really began when the first man, Adam, in the Bible, bestowed the great honor of motherhood upon his wife in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3.20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, devotedly walked with God and her heart knew his voice. The angel revealed the marvelous miracle that was about to happen to her, and how she would soon bring forth a child who would become the savior of the entire world. Her spiritual faith and confidence in God enabled her to accept everything without question. Although she did not fully understand the meaning of all that was told to her by the angel Gabriel, Luke 1, 28-31 reads, And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, 
thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. At the marriage of Cain of Galilee, Mary spoke to Jesus Christ in John 2, 3-5. And when they wanted wine, the mothers of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. On another day, as Jesus Christ was taken to the people, Mary and his brethren came, seeking him in Matthew 12, 47-50. Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without desiring to speak with thee. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, was an ardent follower of him and was always in the background. However, she deeply shared the sorrows that her son Jesus Christ bore and rejoiced in his miracles and in his teachings. Eventually, when the hour came that Jesus Christ should be sacrificed, Mary, his mother, stood with the other disciples at the foot of the cross. She stood so near that before Jesus Christ gave up the ghost, he committed her into the safe and tender keeping of John the Beloved. In John 19, 26-27 relates, When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he said unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then said he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour that disciple took her unto his own home. The final mission of Mary occurred on the day of Pentecost, when she was in the upper room praying with the 120 in Jerusalem, waiting for the promise of the Father in Acts 1.14. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with the brethren. God has placed a very large responsibility in the hands of every mother in the world. For it is the mother who can either make their children faithful or faithless, powerful or powerless. For every child born upon the earth, there are two ways to choose. First, is the way that leads to Jesus Christ and eternal life in heaven above. Or second, the way that leads to eternal damnation in hell below. Matthew 7, 13, 14 defines the two ways. Enter in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. Jesus Christ instructed Thomas and all mankind in John 14, 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Nicodemus, a secret believer, came to Jesus Christ to learn about the way of life. 
He was a man of position, prominence, power, and of great wealth. Yet, there was a hunger in his heart, and the things of earth could not satisfy him, and joy, happiness, and peace seemed to elude him. Hearing about Jesus Christ, he came under cover of darkness to personally speak with Jesus Christ about the gospel of the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ advised Nicodemus and every man, woman, and child in John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This relates to God's spiritual understanding concerning the things pertaining to God. Therefore, John 3, 5 is God's mandatory commandment given to Nicodemus and every man, woman, and child. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. In John 3, 6-7, Jesus Christ also commands, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Being born of water means that we must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. Peter proclaimed in Acts 2.38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Being born of the Spirit means that we must speak in God's unknown tongue or language as the only Bible evidence to confirm that we have been filled with God's Holy Spirit just as the 120 did on the day of Pentecost. Acts 2.4 offers this confirmation, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, was also present with the 120 who tarried in the upper room in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost, and receive the infilling and gift of God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue. We too must tarry to be filled and refilled with God's Holy Spirit to fulfill the salvation of our souls and to be able to withstand the fiery dots of the wicked. Acts 4.12 confirms the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Philippians 2, 9-11 highlights God's power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. A mother's love is second only to God's love, which is fathomless, deep, and strong. A Jewish proverb relates, God could not be everywhere, and so he made mothers. And the famous poet Will Ross Wallace once wrote, the band the hand that rocks cradle is the hand that rules the world. Of all the testimonials and praises ever given to anyone in the history of the world, 
there is none greater or more meaningful than Paul's tribute rendered to the grandmother and mother of Timothy, two blessed mothers in the Lord. 2 Timothy 1.5 records his tribute. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and their mother and thy mother Eunice, I am persuaded that in thee also. This unfeigned faith identified in Timothy's life was the faith he had learned from these two godly mothers and women of faith that remained with him throughout his life. It made Timothy the great influence for good that he was and enabled him to leave a heritage of that same faith for those who followed after him. President Abraham Lincoln maintained a very high regard for his own mother. Therefore, when we receive a telegram announcing his nomination for President of the United States, he arose, put on his hat and coat, and said to his friends, there is a little woman at home who would like to hear this. And he went off to spend the evening with his mother. George Washington is honored as the father of our country. And his greatness was no accident. It was his mother who instilled within George the qualities of leadership, honesty, and faith in God. The sum total of these attributes made him an outstanding man and father of America. When we name all of the leaders, statesmen, poets, composers, artists, preachers, and other great men throughout the ages who have stood tall upon the hills of time, we find that behind nearly all of them is the influence of their God-fearing mothers. These blessed mothers are the ones who instilled within them, beginning in their earliest childhood, all of the qualities which eventually made them great. Often unknown and unrecognized are those mothers who molded the characters of the men who sought God's help to shape the destiny of this world. Dear television viewers, do you realize that mother is the world's most successful teacher? Almost everything a child learns in his formative years can be accredited to his mother, thereby confirming God's word in Proverbs 22:6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. It is mother who answers all his questions. It is mother who teaches him the basic principles that really count in life, the value of prayer, faith, and trust in God, honesty, and morality. Mother is in the most advantageous position to introduce her child to Jesus Christ, who is our Savior, Master, Lord, our best friend, wisest counselor, protector, and provider. On Mother's Day, a great number of things will be verbalized and written about our blessed mothers. However, unfortunately, except for this one day, many things are forgotten during the remainder of the year. Therefore, let us say to all mothers, grandmothers, 
mothers-to-be, and especially blessed mothers in the Lord, we love and honor you, not only on Mother's Day, but every day of the year which is rightfully due. No other person upon earth has a, as many important tasks for him as you do. And upon no other single person dwelling upon this earth has so great a responsibility been placed than upon you. Therefore, this is a note to young people everywhere to treat your mother with great kindness and tenderness, and above all, let us learn to love her with your whole heart. Therefore, let us give mom our love and respect as instructed by Paul in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the first and third verse. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Let me now share this story entitled, Mother's Longest Lasting Fragrance. It is said that an angel strode out of heaven one beautiful day. He roamed field and city, beholding the varied scenes of nature and art. And just at sunset, he said, I must return to the world of light. What shall I take with me as a memento of my visit here? How beautiful and fragrant those flowers are. I will pluck of them a choice bouquet. Passing a country home, he saw through the open door a rosy little crib and said, the smile of that baby is prettier than these roses. I will take that too. Just then he looked beyond the cradle and saw a devout mother pouring out her love as she stopped to kiss goodnight her precious baby. Oh, he said he, that mother's love is the prettiest thing I have seen in all the world. I will take that too. With these three treasures, he winged his way toward the pearly gates. But just before entering, he decided to examine his mementos. And to his astonishment, the flowers had withered until they were no longer things of beauty. The baby's smile had changed into a frown, but the mother's love retained all its pristine beauty and fragrance. He threw aside the withered roses and the departed smile, and passing to the gates was welcomed by the hosts of heaven that gathered to see what he had. Here, said he, is the only thing I found on earth that would retain its fragrance and beauty all the way to heaven. The sweetest thing in all the world is a mother's love. Mothers who worry about being too mean to their children will delight in an excerpt from the bottom line from his story referring to the meanest mother on earth. It reads, she forced us to attend Sunday school. While we were young, we grew up to be God-fearing educated, honest adults. Using her methods, I am now trying to raise my three children like she did us. Today, I stand a little taller 
filled with pride when my children call me mean. Because you see, I thank God he gave me the meanest mother in the world. To all mothers, you are your children's ideal pattern, an example to fill their lives with happiness. The way of your footsteps will lead them into the light of the Lord Jesus Christ because of your Christian training, faith, and example you've given them to all children. The best monument that a child can raise to his mother's memory is that of a clean, upright life such as she would have rejoiced to see her children live. Bringing your child up in Sunday school is God's best remedy for raising children. Someone once said, a child brought up in Sunday school is seldom brought up in court. May our children be blessed like the Lord Jesus Christ was blessed as described in Luke 2.40. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Paul points up to the blessed mother of us all in Galatians 4.26. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. John recites in Revelation 21.2, And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. The New Jerusalem is both a city and a home of the bride of Christ, the church, where we shall all abide when Jesus Christ returns to call us home, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's Word and the church and review these telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. To end another wonderful gospel of the kingdom of God, Crusade Telecast, we call upon our church band to play for us a selection entitled Sunlight.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.